That bounce right here. Time to move on. Time to be strong. Time to be strong. Don't stop. Hey, it's Tuesday. It's Tuesday. Oh. Go ahead, mommy, breathe again. Go ahead, mommy, breathe again. Always wondered was Puff breath stinky when he said welcome back everybody this is she and i i am your host be love and i always have my very special host with me india marie yes sir we are back on the mic and it feels so good this is the best thing to happen on tuesday since you guessed it monday thank you all for tuning in once again to she and i it's been incredible this marks the beginning of year two of she and i and we have plenty more to come india before we start how was your weekend? My weekend was all about you. What you mean? It was every it was everything that you wanted to do. Hold on, hold on. Let's slow this podcast down. I think you are moving a little bit too fast. So let's talk about this for a minute. I know that's not the reason why you asked me it. No, I always ask you. Every week when we get on the mic, I always ask India. How was your week? Or I say week, but I said specifically, how was your weekend? I'm tired from this weekend. I feel like this weekend was amazing. Now, if you guys listened to the last podcast, excuse me um, for what is about to happen next. And I hope that we are not a part of cancel culture because what I'm about to do next is all for me. Hit it. Hey, yo. You ready? I'd like to thank everybody. Let's do it. Who participated yeah. in watching the Super Bowl when Tom Brady took home his sixth ring. The second most, well, tying the most in the NFL next to the Steelers. So I would like to take this time to give it up to the GOAT. Bad boy for life. Did you know that this year was the Super Bowl's lowest ratings in the I last st- 10 years? Listen, I stand with Cap. And I'm glad that the Super Bowl, uh, not the Super Bowl, but I'm glad the NFL is taking the hit. It may be because of that. I don't know what it's because of, but I'm also glad that we are witnessing history right before our eyes. I still Two things can be true. That Tom Brady is Trump's supporter. I'm not for it. Where's the boo button? <laughs> Nobody believes you. Uh, you people, need more I'm not people. the only one that thinks that. 
So if everybody else thought to jump off the bridge, are you going to jump off the bridge too? No, I genuinely in my heart think he's a Trump supporter. Why do you think that? I know you guys are going to say he had to make America great again. Had in his locker room. That was Photoshop. That was Photoshopped. Tom Brady, I don't know what he supports. I'm not sure. I'm not going to sit up here and act like I know. But what I do know, he's the greatest quarterback ever play the game of football you know what this is not a sports podcast i don't have to support him because you, you don't have him. you should we talked about this on i um, should what ooh, on a on the episode a long time ago we talked about your significant other supporting things that you support like kim kardashian and kanye west he supported trump so should she support trump too fuck no so I'm saying I support TB and the Patriots. So I feel I like we are support. a my mom does. My mom supports the Patriots. I'm because not your I do. mama. Do you want to go marry you your mama? That. Girl, that's that. Why would you say my mama support? That has nothing to do with me. Don't play with me. Don't do play I with me. That has nothing to do with mama. me. Your mother has nothing to do with me. Your mother and her like a the Patriots because you like the Patriots has yep. nothing to do with me. I, I have my own mind. I don't have to like the Patriots. I feel like you do. I feel like that we are a package deal. We're like a Twix. We're not a package deal. In a certain, right. I, no, we're not twins. Oh Lord, we're definitely not twins. And you're a mama's boy. So I expect it. You expect what? I don't like where this podcast is heading. <laughs> <laughs> And I want you to stop hitting the you, mic stand right now. I don't know what you want me to tell you. This Bear. is not a sports podcast. We can talk about you, sports on a later day. You brought this up. I, t- I can't even believe you said my mama supports me. <laughs> like, oh, I want everybody <laughs> to know that, you know. I hope your mama do support you. That's right. When all else you fails, came from her. your mother, will su- Blake, supports me. He likes the Patriots. Blake doesn't have a choice right now. He does not have a choice. I hope that... We raise him to have his own mind and to not feel like he has to like what we like. One thing's for sure and two things for certain. He doesn't have to like the Patriots and he doesn't have to be a capital. Well, the second one is for <laughs> sure and for certain. Now, who he his football team and everything else, you know, it's up to him. But I don't feel like we should force our likes and desires on our children. We can tell them what we think. But I feel like we shouldn't make them feel like it's mandatory. Like uh, some things are mandatory, like saying yes, sir, uh, no, sir, yes, ma'am, no, ma'am. Manners are mandatory. Good manners grades are mandatory. Are mandatory. Um, I being don't even know if I being care. Thankful and being a noob are all mandatory. I don't even. I don't even think I necessarily will force Blake to say yes ma'am. Really? Like as long not, as you not say to me and you yes. No. And like, not yeah. Mm-mm. Like I feel like I don't know, I feel like that's a very old way of thinking. Wow. I feel like saying like Blake, can you get this for me? Yes, I will. Or versus yes, ma'am. Like, that's not going to make me upset. 
If he doesn't say me. yes, ma'am. Right. So I think we're saying the same thing. He doesn't have he doesn't to say, have to say, it, to say me, it to us as his to the parents. household. No, I don't mind. He can say yes, no, perhaps, maybe. But outside, outside of our house, when he sees an authority figure, quote unquote, uh, an elder, I would, yeah, he's saying yes, sir, no, sir, yes, ma'am, and no, ma'am. Miss, mister. All that. I mean, Miss Mister, yes. I'm just saying, like. All that. The ma'am. There's nothing wrong. I do it all the time. If somebody. You do. Yeah, I do. I don't. I even say to people who are, if I go to a restaurant and I'm checking out and I'm getting my food, why not be polite to the cashier? Do you want but, fries so, so with that? Are you saying that? Yes, that's, ma'am, I do want fries. But you're saying that that's the only way to be polite, and it's not. I'm not saying it's the only way, but that's I mean, that's, a what, very... that's what you're making it seem like. Like that that's what you have to say. You have to say yes, ma'am, and no, no, ma'am. Which is telling me that to you, that's the only way to be polite when answering someone. Mm. I, I don't necessarily agree with that. I didn't say that was the only way you putting words in my mouth that I did I didn't even uh, I didn't even begin to say those things. I said being respectful to older older people and people with some sort of authority over you in whatever position you in. Um, yeah, I think he should say, yes, ma'am, no, ma'am, yes, sir, no, sir. That's what I, that's how I feel. That's how I'm going to raise him. Um, manners will take you it's where money It's almost kind of like forcing him. It's not forcing to, anything. No, no, to, to do... <laughs> So I, like it, it's like the other situation that I feel like we don't necessarily agree. Um, during that, hold on, let me just like, pause, 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 pause. During the week, we got deep. This is something. Still, let's talk on the podcast. I did not expect this to go like this, but keep going. It's like when Blake first gets around someone and he's hesitant to go to someone, right? And you're like, oh man, stop whining. Just go, go to him. Get that, you know, go ahead and go to. Him. And it's just kind of like, I feel like that shouldn't be forced on kids. I feel like it teaches them the wrong thing when saying no when it comes to them feeling uncomfortable. It's kind of like when I was younger, it's like, go give that person a hug. And Sometimes I don't I don't think you're you're a bad child if it if those are the things that you don't want to do. If I have Blake and someone reaches out for him and he begins to cry, I feel like we shouldn't force him to go. And as he get oh gets older, I feel like we should definitely listen to him. Because I don't think that kids who say no are bad kids. Just how we as adults have bad feelings about stuff, kids have bad feelings about stuff too. They just can't articulate them. Now, I agree with that. But now I think we've jumped into another topic, and this is two different topics. Let me get done with the first topic, now, and I'll just, revisit that I'm one. I'm just saying it's it's teaching kids to know themselves of course and trust themselves and trust of course their feelings and without us having to force 
everything on them and force the way that we were raised on them. Now? Like, we don't have to raise our kids the way that we were raised. Mm-hmm. Just because what we grew up to believe was right doesn't necessarily mean that it was right. Does that make sense? Yes, but I don't know what we're saying. I don't know where this conversation just went. Because in the beginning, like I said, started off saying he should have manners and be polite. You should. Which I wholeheartedly agree with. Let's just stop there. I wholeheartedly agree with that. Continue. You should have manners and be polite. Like I said a minute ago, manners will take you where money won't. Um, I heard Charlemagne tell a story about Beyonce. Everybody knows who Beyonce is. He said when he was in the room with Beyonce for the first time, she stopped and made it a point to introduce herself to everybody in the room. I'm like, man, that's incredible because we all know she didn't have to do that. She took everybody's hand. Hi, I'm Beyonce, which was dope. Back to what I'm saying about being polite. If I'm teaching my son to grow up with manners, part of having manners is when you see people saying, yes, ma'am, and no, ma'am. Now, I know you're saying, well, that's how you were raised. You know what? You're right. That's how I was raised, and that's not a bad principle, and that's not a broken principle. So why would I tell him something that's going to not... It's not going to deter him, but it's only going to help him, I feel like, in certain circles, as it does me. When you go out and people see you. Now, I'm not doing this for any applause. Let me say this right now. I'm not doing it for a thank you. But when you go out and people hear you being polite, they see you being polite. They can tell that you are genuinely doing this because one, it's how you just how you were raised, and two, it's almost second nature to you at this point. Then they take a liking to you and they remember you. They have something, almost something but tangible phrase, to hold on to. That phrase, yes, ma'am, no, ma'am. It's not like the end all be all for politeness is what I'm saying. So like, so we're saying if the same he's saying, thing. if he's, if he, if he talks to somebody and he doesn't say yes, ma'am, or no, sir, you know, if those words are not at the end of yes or no, as long as he's still, there's a way to be, you can be polite without saying those. Like that is not the thing. Like that is polite. Yes. But that is not the only thing that makes what you're talking, what you're talking about and the way that, that you all. say it polite like if he doesn't say that like if we're we're talking in conversation and he just answers somebody yes i'm not going to get mad at him because he didn't say ma'am or sir I'm at not the gonna, end of I'm it i'm definitely not i'm not gonna get mad if he's talking to an adult at the same at the age of three if he's talking to an adult and he happens to say yes and i hear him I'm not going to get mad, but best believe I am going to correct him and say, hey, man, say yes, sir. Say yes, ma'am. Let's make it easy on you. Let's instill those habits. Let's instill those good manners right now. So once he's faced with certain circumstances, he won't have to be that that won't be a point that's going to stop him 
from doing whatever it is that he wants to do. It's, it's Having like right, good, when you I'm when I'm sorry for interrupting you, but like yeah, you're you saying it, I, like I'll, I'm I'm saying like I guess because I hear or I like just remember negative relations to it too. It's kind of like when little black boys are pulled over by the cops. And, you know, you've seen videos and they ask them a question and they say yes. And then, you know, they get their ass beat because they didn't say yes, sir. Or, you know, All right, like, so, so guess it's what? just kind of like. Guess what? I, it, it, in, in, this, in this situation, if you are asking me now, would I rather have my son get his ass beat? I'm just in your scenario. Would I rather have my son get his ass beat for not saying yes, sir, or saying yes, Damn right I want him to say yes sir and no sir in that situation because I want him to come home safe as possible. I don't I, and you're not going to you're not going to drive me in off that, that point. In that situation. Right on. But like I said, you've said multiple times in this conversation that I like I feel like to you that's the only way to be polite. That's the only way to be respectful and I don't agree with that. It's not what I said. I opening doors is respectful. Uh, pulling a car around to the front to pick up someone when it's raining, dropping somebody off, those little things, bringing somebody something because you knew they were out of something, that's respectful. Do you think that's it's polite. because of like where you're from? Because you grew up in Mississippi no. and that was like the culture and like where you're from? I mean, well, if that's the culture where I'm from, then I feel like more people need to adopt that because to me, that's just common courtesy. A lot of people don't practice common courtesy if that's what you're saying right now. But I'm to not me, saying that. I'm just saying yes, sir, and and ma'am is not the only way to be respectful. And it's not going to make or break a respectful relationship by not saying that. I think you had this negative connotation and this stigma around the word sir and ma'am that I just don't associate with. The only thing I'm associating with yes sir and yes ma'am is a respect level for people who are in authority and also people who may be older than you. Um, I'm not saying that if he has a boss that's around the same age as him or he has somebody that's in power. Like you should go say yes, sir, and yes, ma'am to them. He can call them by their first name or whatever the case may be. But if you are in a setting where yes, sir, and yes, ma'am is appropriate, why not do it? That's what I'm saying. Like, like why not use yes, sir? If he goes to school, when, when he goes to school, he's in kindergarten, he's in first grade, and he's sitting in class, and the teacher says, do you know what Blake? Lauren B. Love Newsom. Two. Do you know what two plus two is? And he says, yes, it's four. I don't necessarily have a problem with that, but I would prefer him saying, yes, ma'am. Two Why plus though? two is four. Why though? Because, because what that's you just said, showing manners. Not, that's Mary, polite. What you just said didn't sound any different. What you when you, when you said yes, ma'am, versus yes, Mrs. Whoever her name is. I didn't is, say yes, Mrs. I said yes, I. No, do. I'm saying that to me, what I'm hearing that doesn't sound any different to me. Like him answering the question, yes, I do, and then following with the answer, that doesn't sound any different to me than yes, ma'am. That, I mean, that he doesn't semantics, sound, he doesn't semantics, sound disrespectful 
at all. He still sounds polite. Now we're talking, um, like I said, semantics. And it's just how you're raised. It's how you look at things. We look at the world through different scopes. I'm looking at the world through the way I look at it. And, and that's, and, and, and that's, that's why it. I say it has, it has something to do with where you're from and how you were raised. I, I still think it's common courtesy. But I will say, I would rather him be over, overly polite than not to be polite at all. Or to be, eh, he's kind of polite. To the right people. That's what I'm saying. To, I to have the right been, people, listen, but he won't be raised to be. What are you trying to say? I, I'm really trying to figure it out. You act, you, you're acting like I'm telling my son to go out here and shuck and jive and boot lick and, and say, saying, yes, man, yes, sir, I want you to do whatever I need you to do. I'm going to do it, sir. That's I'm not no bear. I'm not saying that what you're saying is wrong, but you're making you're what you're saying is basically that I'm wrong. And I don't feel like that either. I didn't say that. I at never all. said that you were wrong. I just said that there's nothing wrong with him answering somebody and not putting ma'am and sir on the end of it. Like I said, I would rather him be I said, there's nothing wrong with it. Let me say that because I'm not saying that you're wrong. And you and you saying ma'am and sir doesn't make you overly nice or overly polite. Like I don't, I just don't see it being any greater than anything else that you're saying. So I go up to somebody, right? And they ask me a question and I just answer it. Yes. And then you come up to them and you answer the question and you say, yes, sir. Or yes, ma'am. You don't think what you said was more polite than what I just said. No, if I'm saying oh, shit, yes, I'm confused and, about I'm, life. and I'm and I'm smiling. This is beyond it, me. It's not just in your words; it's in your body language, your tone. It's in all of that. It's not just you can say yes. I can I can say yes, ma'am. You don't have an attitude. All right, I we're can saying say yes. I can say yes, ma'am, and no, sir, just because it's what I'm supposed to say, and it not mean nothing because I have an attitude, and it's the way I'm saying it. If we say it exactly the same, body language exactly the same, and I say, yes, ma'am, and you walk up to somebody and you say, yes, I feel like I'm being more polite in that situation by saying, yes, ma'am, or yes, sir. We can agree to disagree. Yeah, because I, but like I said, I mean... I, I feel like that this is going to be a struggle with us. I do feel like that he's going to be raised. <laughs> he can't be raised. And that's what we need to get on the same page. Now, he can't be raised in two different ways. Like he's growing up in one household. He doesn't right. have divorced parents. He has two parents that will have to come on one page in how he is to be raised. Because when we tell him two different things, that's going to bring a divide between us. And when we're not happy, he's not going to be happy. Well, the thing about me that everybody seems to know is that I'm pretty much always happy. Nothing makes me upset. Not even, like, we, we had a discussion. I think we both have heated discussions and heated debates on the podcast every week, but I'm never upset. Um, Like, even in this situation, I'm not mad. I just want to know that my son will be a respectful guy and will treat people like he wants to be treated. And remember, 
that his manners are going to elevate him further than somebody would that did not have manners. I don't like he people. will be raised with manners. I agree with that. And he will be respectful. Like I said, I just I just felt like the only way, like saying <laughs> yes, ma'am, and no, ma'am, it's not the only way to teach him that. I don't think I not. said that at all. And I'm going to have no, to go saying, back that's, and listen that's like to the, this. That's like, the, that's like the driving factor in your argument. Like, no. you keep going, like, you keep going back and referring to respectfulness as you saying, yes, ma'am, and no, ma'am. Being polite, being respectful, being kind, having manners, all of those things are like key characteristics that I feel like any human being should have. Not man, not woman, race, whatever the case may be. Any human being should have the decency to treat another human being like they want to be treated. You should wake up happy every morning that you're alive and you should go out and treat people with respect. If you go out of the house, you see somebody, pump your gas, I mean, you let somebody go to the store and shit, like I said, they ask you, if I go to Chick-fil-A, hey, do you want the entree or do you want the meal? I say, no, ma'am. I just want the entree this morning. Not because I don't know who the other person is speaking to me on an intercom. The only thing that I know is I'm going to respect this person enough to say, no, ma'am, I want the X, Y, Z. You have to do it. I'm saying what I do. I feel like that's, I'm just a, saying that's a great I, thing to do. I can bring across the same amount of respectfulness and politeness as you without, like saying, without saying, yes, ma'am. And no, ma'am. I've had people tell me that I'm polite without having to say that. And I've said yes, ma'am, and no, ma'am before. But, of course, that's because that that's how I was raised. You know, like, say yes, ma'am. Say no. You know, like, that's just how I was raised. You know, that's that comes, that was passed down so, all right, all right, to so, us. So, okay. If that works, if that manuscript works, why wouldn't I take things that I know in my life that I have been gifted with from my parents, they may have been gifted with it from their grandparents, from my grandparents and give that to Blake. If I know that manners will sometimes be the defi defining factor of a situation, why wouldn't I give that to Blake? You just sat there, looked me in my eye and said on a mic, Manners. Your mother taught you, your father taught you to say yes, sir, and no, sir, and yes, whatever the hell else. And then you sit, you set up and turn around at and say, I don't think Blake should day, be raised like that. At the, I'm, I'm so confused. Saying, I didn't say that. I Help didn't say me. that. I didn't say that. I said that I will not get upset with him if he chooses not to say yes, ma'am, yeah. and no, ma'am. Right. Versus you will obviously feel some type of way about it. 100% going to correct Respect does not end and begin with yes, ma'am, and no, ma'am. And you know yes, what? sir, no, sir. I, and that's I, that on that. It doesn't begin with that. There's a lot of other stuff that can happen to show respect. To me, it does not begin or end with yes, ma'am, and no, ma'am. You know what? We'll have to agree to disagree on this bad boy because I do feel like that as a sign of respect, you said begin... Probably the first sign of respect that a child would probably would know is yes, sir, no, sir, yes, ma'am, no, ma'am. Um, like raising a child, it 
when, when they're talking to you or they're talking to somebody or if we have somebody over, I'm not going to say, hey, we do it now. If he's talking to somebody, hey, say hey to Miss Kayla. Hey, say hey to Miss Ashley. Hey, say hey to Miss Lauren. Whoever the case may be, we say Miss such and such. So you can't sit up here did and I say. say t did I say call adults by their first name? Did I say that? I don't think that ever came out of my mouth. You didn't, but what I'm saying is, you said it doesn't begin and end. That same concept is Miss Blank, yes, ma'am. It's the same concept. So what are we doing? What are, what are you saying? Miss Blank, yes, ma'am. What? It's the same concept. It's, it's so so. If I say, "Hi, Mrs. Johnson." How are you doing today? I'm fine, India. How are you? I'm doing well. Um, can I have a piece of candy? Yeah, honey, you sure can. What kind of candy you want? Twix. Oh, I knew you would say that. I got just a Twix for you right here. And ask me a question. Anything else you need? No, that's all I need. Thank you so much. It's yes, no, ma'am, honey. Thanks. Come again. <laughs> Get your that ass out of my store. No, it don't sound crazy to me. It sounds like the right thing to do. And you know what? I'm I'm actually gonna go a step further. Thank you, ma'am, so much for helping me with my sweet tooth. I can't wait to come back and visit your store. They're going okay, so to smile and say, feel good. Why can't you just say thank you, Mrs. Johnson? Thank you so much for helping me with my store. You can say that. Thank exactly. you, Mrs. Johnson. Exactly. For your sweet so there's tooth, nothing not your wrong. Store. You there's, didn't buy the store. There's nothing wrong with me saying that versus thank you. Thank you, ma'am. Thank you, Mrs. Johnson. Thank you, ma'am. Oh I got to say, ma'am. I can't just say thank you, Mrs. Johnson. Yes, you can say that. But That's you're what saying you're making it seem, Barrett. No, I'm not. And every time I, every time I, yes, Miss Johnson, yes, ma'am, it's the same thing. It is the it's same the, thing, exactly. So I'm going back to my original point that I don't have to say, ma'am and sir, to be respectful. Keep talking. I'm looking for something. What? What are you looking for? No, that that's just ridiculous. I'm trying to find out. Hold on. And I felt like for a minute, you were like, like I said, at the end of the day, we're going to have to come to agree on how he's going to be raised. Right. Because it can't be like families have issues. Couples break up because of that. Like the child can't drive, like come between us. Well, my daddy said I can do this. Well, my mama said I can do this. All right, but that's going to be a compromise that you and I are going to have to make if and this okay. is what I'm going to say. Go ahead. You said compromise, right? So if he has to say yes, ma'am, and no, ma'am, because that's something that you just can't live without. Right. Back to my original, to the other thing that I brought up at the beginning of the conversation when it What's comes that? to people reaching out for him and constantly asking for hugs. And he decides he doesn't want to go. He doesn't have to go. I 100% agree with that. I didn't think I did that. But if you say, let me get done. Well, you about to... Okay, go ahead. I said, let me get done because I knew you were about to do it. Go ahead. When it comes to Blake, India just can't wait. 
Now, what I was about to say right then, I don't think I do that. Again, if you see me do it, it's not because I'm trying to force him on people. It's probably an unconscious thing. I'm like, oh, man, you got to be like that. This person is cool. Daddy likes them, so you can like them too. Now, I understand what you're saying. Maybe that person, Blake, feels a way about the person's vibe or Blake can sense something is off with that person that he doesn't necessarily want to be around. So in that situation, I'm like, all right, cool. Yes, of course, don't go. But I, I'm not, I'm never, I'm never going to force my child upon someone that he doesn't want to go to unless it's my relative. Well, and, and that's the thing. Like my, my, I don't my, agree my, with relatives I can't either. Even, I can't even get my sentences out. Go. Unless it's like my relative, and I'm not saying any relative is what I was going to say next. I mean a relative like my mother, my father, my grandmother, my sister, my auntie. And it's probably where it stops with me. Um, if he's like, I don't want to go to the nigga, man. I'm like, all right, you don't have to go to him, Blake. Stay with me because they must think you don't want to go over there. Hang out with B-Love. I don't even feel like... I feel like it doesn't matter who it is. And that's why when I have Blake... And like I said, it doesn't matter who it is. It, it can be a sister, an auntie, or, you know, whoever. But if he's crying, I always tell people, give him some time to warm up. Let's see if he'll go to you later. But I'm not gonna get. I'm not gonna keep constantly giving you off to somebody, and you and you're crying every time you go to that person, like just because we're relatives. I don't agree with that. People have met. I'm not saying that this will happen in our family, but people have messed up situations with their family members. I agree. So you know, it's you're just kind of like seem like a crazy person. What you're saying? I'm not trying to make you seem like a crazy person. <laughs> I'm not. I'm telling you my views okay. and what how I feel. Go ahead. Because there's been plenty of times, like even as like a uh, myself as a younger girl, right? And you know, it's like, oh, give your uncle a hug for what? For what? Hey, your uncle might need it. I don't know. I don't. I don't. I don't see that situations. I don't know about. I'm not. I'm not even gonna play with that because. I know a lot of people that were given, though I don't know a lot, but I know some people that, you know, things happen to in those situations. So, so I'm not then even you play. flip it. And right? it's your son. Right. And it's like, oh, give your auntie a hug. And he don't want to go. For what? Why, why are you making him go? You know what I'm saying? It's just kind of like the the same way, like the, you know, the issues happen with younger girls and their uncles right like, why do people not feel the same way about younger boys i feel like and their do. aunts i feel like people do it's just not as um i guess it's not as common for it to happen or it's not as talked about um because boys are probably more embarrassed by the situation than anything you know so i don't think it's a talked about thing especially in the black community i don't think it's a talked about thing but if i'm saying i trust my sister, who would be his aunt, I trust your sister, your brother. Um, 
I feel like that I'm not going to force him upon those people at all. But if I'm like, man, go over there, show him some love, dap him up, give him a quick hug, come back over here with me. I'm okay with that. And if he's still showing signs that he doesn't want to go, I'm not going to push him or, hey, grab him real fast and run off with him. What, what do I look like? I am supposed to be the guy that protects my son with all of my life. And I will do that. Exactly. I will die by mine. So that's, why I, that's what I'm saying. I feel like we we shouldn't force hugs on him because and I feel like that teaches children to not trust themselves and not trust their instincts. And I feel like because of that has always been our culture and you know how we've grown up that when we get older, we get in high school high school, we don't know how to decipher those feelings in uncomfortable situations because we've always been forced to do things that we don't necessarily want to do just because it's a I'm the child or you're the child and I'm the parent situation. Mm -hmm. I feel like a lot of times too that to your point in our culture, we don't have an open line of communication with our parents like that. Um, I don't, I never want Blake to look at me as I'm an enemy, but I also don't want him to look at me like I'm his best friend. I don't want him to be, you know, I want to have a boundary there, if that makes sense. I want to still be a parent, but I, I want to be the, the 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 fun, cool, friend parent. But at the same time, I'm your dad. I'm not your friend. So I want him to feel comfortable with me coming to tell me anything that is bothering him, anything that worries him. I want to make it so comfortable for him to come to me that I'm almost like the first stop shop at that point. That's how I want to make him feel. And I feel like that in my situation, I didn't feel that way. I don't know about you. You may have felt like that, but I didn't feel like I could go to my parents and talk to them about stuff that, that was bothering me. Listen, I was going to wait to get to this. In high school, you know what happened. Um, in college, high school, transitioning, my freshman year of college, something tragic happened. I didn't feel comfortable going with going to my mom, like talking, expressing to her how I felt about this situation. You, you see what I'm saying? So I don't feel like that it's an open line of communication with people. It's not. And, and, and that's why I say it's always a you're the child. I'm the parent situation. Right. What I say goes. And I feel like that's true, but to a certain extent, I feel like parents should ask more questions. So when, you know, a daughter says, or when a, like when a young girl decides that she doesn't want to go to someone, right? Right. You know, like someone reaches out for a hug, she turns around. Okay. Like she doesn't want to go. I feel like when that mom and daughter get, in the car, mm -hmm. the mom should be like, "Hey, why did why didn't you want to hug that person? Okay. I'm just curious. Yeah, that's you know, did you feel some type of way about that person? Right? Because otherwise, you're never going to know. And that's what I'm saying. I feel like in those moments when they're actually happening, mm -hmm. I feel like they shouldn't be forced. I feel like we should take a step back, have a sidebar about it, 
later on because now, like, I don't want him to get to the point where he feels like he can't tell me anything because he already knows that I'm going to make him do it anyway. Oh, of course not. Right. Yeah. I never want him to feel or this is any kid. I don't feel like any kid should feel like that if they don't want to do something, then the parent's going to make him do it, make them do it in that situation. Um, don't make your force anything on your kids. If they don't want to do it, damn it, it may be a reason why. And like you said, find out why. And if the reason is something small, like, uh, I don't like my uncle because he wears brute cologne and brute is for old men. I'm like, all right, I understand, son, because brute smells like shit. So I, I feel what you're saying. I feel it. <laughs> you play so much. Now ain't no plan. Brute cologne stinks. But I feel like we should start raising children to trust their instincts. Of course. When of thing, course. When things feel off, like when things feel off, trust what you feel. And it goes for the parents when, too. Head on a swivel. When a person shows you who they are, okay, believe them the first time. Of course. I agree with everything you're saying right now. So that's why when you told me that I make him go to people, I think that you look at that the wrong way. And I know what you're talking about now, kind of thinking about it, um, but it's never an intentional thing. And I never do it to make, to force Blake onto people. I almost do it to make him not be scared scared um to be around like to be in public and be out well that's the thing like he has a really big personality right and when he gets around people he's that he's when he gets around people that he's comfortable around you know he has all the personality in the world of course like, he, he does. he's not scared and you know certain people he'll go to off, off the rip. Run straight to him. Some people, Other he, people has, he has to warm up with. Exactly. And that's right. what I think that we should respect about him. Even if, you know, he's just a baby. Yeah. Yeah. But it's just kind of like, he may, he really, he genuinely may feel some type of way. It's kind of like, you know, at his daycare, there are oh. four teachers in the infant department. Okay. And there's this one teacher in the infant department that she might every listen. time she might listen. Blake went to that <laughs> teacher. He cried. And I thought that was strange. And, you know, it could have been one thing, like one thing that triggered, like, you know, he could have been over there and she didn't feed him soon enough. She or, been musty. And, you know, and that's just, you know, but she didn't wear deodorant. It could be a thing. Just, he would literally just cry hysterically. Yep. He would. like shaking because he was so mad. So, like I said, I don't know. We don't know what happened. We don't we don't know why he acts like that when he gets around that lady. But I nope. feel like it's my job to protect him. And, and I I'm agree. not going to be like, oh, go to go to her. The more you go to her, the more you'll warm up to her. I feel like that's bad ass backwards thinking. I a hundred percent agree. Like, I'm not going to give you a chance to warm up to somebody that you're constantly crying around, that constantly don't want to be around. Yeah, if you don't want to be around someone, and I can visibly see you shaking, you crying, you are 
pulling towards me and not towards them, I'm never going to make him be around anybody like that. Because like you said, in his mind, in his instincts, that person is a monster. That person smells like Newports and old Hennessy. What's he doing there, Beard? I'm just saying. No, I won't be playing. But I do feel like that there is some... Not some, that everything you're saying with that point is correct. Now, I will say that we will have to compromise. And what I was going to say from earlier is going to be one of those situations where if I feel that saying yes, sir, and yes, ma'am are important, then that's going to be a stance that you might have to conform to and vice versa. If you feel like that Blake going to a private school is important, then there may be something I have to conform to. Um, and when I say conform, I mean it's a compromise. I'm not saying you have to like do everything I say, but I I say conform um, in the sense of this is something that I have and I'm going to give you something that you have. You can give something that you want. So I think that when two people can find that, then they will find parent, parenting gold. Yeah, I mean, but you, you, like I said, I'm not bringing into our relationship and into Blake's childhood everything that I had growing up from my childhood. No, I'm not either. But like I said, if it's and, if, if it's outlined there, and if if it's outline of things that worked well. Why wouldn't I, like I said, I but call it a gift. Why wouldn't I we give don't know that who it works, to Blake? Like, th that's the thing, Bear. It could it worked well for you. Right. But because I didn't experience that, we don't know if, you know, it didn't work well for me. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So that's why I said, like, there has to be some sort of common ground be between the two of us. Like, I'm not... I was so excited to start a family because I wanted to raise... Blake, the way with that I wanted to. With new traditions and new foundations. Exactly, exactly. But you have to give me the opportunity to create new traditions because there are a lot of ways in which you are you were way, raised that you bring into this household. And that's something that we need to compromise on because, like I said, I'm not I'm not gonna let you, and not let, but I I want. And I'm not saying how you were raised was wrong or you anything like that. I'm just saying that I can't relate because it wasn't how I was raised. Right. And that's a good thing. No two people are going to be alike. No two people are going to be raised alike. That's a good thing. You could bring something from your good qualities from your background and your upbringing, and I'm going to bring good qualities from my background and my upbringing, and we're going to build this incredible human being, raise it, Bill. We're going to raise this incredible human being who's going to be polite, nice, and the best God person in the world. We're going to try our best. I'm going to do it. I don't try. Everything I said I was going to do, I did it. I didn't talk about it unless I didn't do it. We don't know. What's going? You can't predict how you. You can't predict how 
your kids will grow up to be. But I can speak positivity and light onto his life. Yeah. And I absolutely. can and absolutely I can speak in um I can speak in certainty on things that I want to happen. Because these things are certain in my mind. I'm never going to doubt myself and my beliefs because I want things to come true for him. Or for any for any for the family. Did I say no, I'm saying so. I'm going to say, I'm not going to say I'm going to try. I'm going to do it. This has been an old serious episode. I didn't, This is weird. I want to come on here and celebrate and talk about the Patriots and talk about that old sex swing that we talked about last episode. But we got deep for 49 minutes. We talked about this. I mean, I feel like these are the type of conversations that probably should be discussed before you have kids. Yep, I was just and about to say that. It just Thank wasn't you. something that we talked about. It wasn't. And now, now, I'm, I'm sitting there second have. guessing myself like, goodness, should, do I need a divorce? We should have talked about some things. Oh, yeah. Now, um, looking at, you know. Speaking on speaking on it now, this conversation but, will probably go on after the podcast, not tonight, and that neither what you know. But this conversation probably will, will continue to happen after the podcast, and you know, just throughout life in general. I, I don't think it's ever going to stop. I don't think it's ever going to be a perfect way to um, raise Blake. Or no, I just feel like I said. My I think my main thing is not going into it thinking that we have to raise him exactly how we were raised because like I said you're like my mama did this <laughs> that's what I want to do my mama taught me this that's what I want to do I love my mama I always love my mama you're supposed to she love your mama my favorite girl you're supposed to and it's great to to be married to someone who loves and respects his mama. Of course. But like I said, you just have to understand that I didn't come from your mama. Oh, girl, hold up. Hold on. <laughs> so, but I, that would be quite disgusting if you did. So. Put it out there. It's nasty. When we disagree on things, you okay. have to, you just, I feel like you have to start thinking like, well, and I, I think about this all the time when we think about like when we disagree about stuff I just I'm like well Bear was raised very differently than I was Mm -hmm. and I feel like sometimes you have to think that as well you're right so to everybody out there listening to us right now I do think (laughs) these are conversations that you have before you decide to have a child. Um, well, I feel like the first conversation needs to be had before you get married, and that's do you want children? When you decide that, you get married, or you don't have to get married, whatever you whatever floats your boat. Then you ask, hey, if we're gonna be doing this together, what are your parenting styles? What do you want to do? How do you want to raise son or daughter? Like it has become very clear to me that I'll probably be the disciplinarian. And it has become very clear to me that I will be the character builder. And it's no disrespect to you. 
I think we both are going to be because you look at me like with piercing eyes when I say stuff. I think we're both going to do a good job building his character. But because because I'm we're raising a man and we're raising a um, we're raising our son. I do feel like certain things I'm going to be able to relate to just a little bit more than you are. Well, yeah, I expect you to do that. Okay. I expect you to do that. But where I felt where I feel like. He'll get balance. It's that you're obviously more playful, more lighthearted. Of course I am. And whereas I'll probably be the one to bring more structure. Probably. Probably. You are going to be. But but I, I feel like kids need both. I do too. But the way you speak to me, I can only imagine how you're going to speak to him. No, Beard. Okay. We're going to work on that. No. Best believe it. I told you, Beard. I give you the energy that you give me. Well, I got some bad energy then because I'm. you just said I was playful and lighthearted. Now I'm all of a sudden getting old. No, Beard, because you, yeah, brought, okay. you brought up the way that I talk to you. Like this weekend, we had a little dis- disagreement you came at me with the attitude first and when i reacted you was like that's what i that's what i be talking about and it's just like look what you just said to me now granted it shouldn't be a well you did this so i'm gonna go do that but that's something that i'm still working on not being so aggressive in my reactions <laughs> because I do get really pissed off really quickly. That comes from anybody though. <laughs> like, not, it doesn't like just that. come. It doesn't just come from me. I shouldn't. I shouldn't. But like I said, considering I'm still a work in progress. I mean, how long I feel like it's <laughs> unrealistic. <laughs> I feel like it's unrealistic for you to say something with me with an obvious attitude and just expect me to sit there and take it because I'm not. Do you want to be happy or do you want to be right? That was about five episodes ago. Okay, Barry. Go go revisit that. If you want me to change the way that I talk, like I could say, I could say that I, I need to change the way that I say things. I come off as rude and aggressive sometimes. How many? How often do you think sometimes this? Yeah, once a week. That's all. Once a week. My when, issue with so hold this, on, hold on. Can I can I ask a question? Let me let me my get my issue on. with this is that I've always known this, like I've always been told. That I have an attitude. So it's been like a constant battle. Like I have to think really hard before I say stuff. Because like the attitude will fly. I know that about myself. I know that that's something that I need to work on. My issue with you is that you feel like you don't have an issue. I'm just happy to be alive. I just love life. Well, okay. I live life to the fullest and I love it a lot. You put on this persona to everyone. Is you just this perfect, <laughs> funny guy. 
that does nothing wrong because you live life to the fullest and you're so happy. That's not the Barrett that I get 24-7. Nah, you don't get me like that 24-7, but I do give you that at least about 27. 27? No, Barrett. 27, I'm like that. No, Barrett. If you say so. You don't. If you say and so. so, it's just kind of like, what's, everybody love Barrett. Nobody sees the, the shit that I, I deal with when I'm at home. And it's it's like a one-sided argument. It's like, India, you do this. India, you do, you do this. India, you do this. And it's like, what hell? I guess, well, Barrett, it's perfect patty. <laughs> yeah, I am. Perfect, is perfect patty. patty. Oh, happy Henry. Like I said, time and time again, what my issue is. And what have you said? Nothing, because you genuinely believe <laughs> that you do nothing wrong. <laughs> That's a problem. I really don't believe that, but if you say, I can't think of anything recently I've done wrong, but if you, you know, different strokes. What are you talking about, Bear? You got strokes. an attitude with me when we were in Atlanta, when we were driving. We're going to talk about that on the next episode. And I said, I, I and stay. then you, get, you got mad at me. And I said, what are you talking about? I'm giving you the same energy you just gave me. I want to stay on one, on one topic this episode. We talked about parenting. So let's, let's put a bow on parenting and then we'll table that discussion. I wrote it down on my phone for the next episode. I'm literally about to like. See what I mean? Like. <laughs> The thing about you, I feel like, like let, me, let me tell you what I think you're oh missing. Oh my god! I think once you hit a certain age, you stop smoking black and miles. You stop drinking as much hen, and you stop Bear, smoking shut, a little. Shut up, stop smoking something else too. I feel like after you start, well, when you start breastfeeding, I feel like that after you get done breastfeeding, you're gonna be a lot happier person because of bear i can't even continue this conversation without you acknowledging the shit that you do like i can't so like you said we're gonna put a bow on it and revisit it when you're ready to talk about it on the conversation and we're gonna say it's not going to be just india has all the issues no we're gonna like yeah at some point you're going to have to own your shit. You know what we're going to do for the next episode? We're going to write down the top five flaws in ourselves. And then we're going to talk about You don't know about anything, Bear. How's that going to work? Where are you going to have a blank piece of paper? <laughs> I just might. No, I know I'm not perfect. I don't got to make You don't even like talking about it. That's the thing, Bear. Like, right, every you can talk about every other topic in the world, but when it comes to us and our issues, we are going to have an open discussion. Five issues next episode. But I just cannot. Right now, I cannot, Bear. On this episode. Because that's going to give you time to think about what you have to say. Because you have a hard time talking about things in the moment as they're happening. I do it every week. No, Beard. No, Beard. Right now, my that nose was something is you could have like addressed like in the moment as I was talking. 
But no, I want to make it. You want you want you want to table it so that you can go and think about it. No, I want to because in your head you're just like, hmm. I really don't feel like there's anything wrong with me. Let me take a fucking week so I I can produce it. I want to make it big. I want to make (laughs) this. Let me take a week so I can find five things. So that I can find five things that I do that might be. Matter of fact. I want to right now issue a challenge to everybody else who may have made it this far in the episode and may be listening right now. I want to challenge you guys as well. Next Monday, hopefully, or whenever, I want you to make a list of your five flaws that you can work on, and we're going to do it together as an activity, as a She and I podcast community. What are the top five things that we all need to work on to make our relationship a little bit better? I find it a bit crazy that you need a podcast activity to express yourself. But if that's how you need to get it out, Barry, hey, whatever floats your boat, India. That's what I like to out. say. Whatever floats your boat. Because the thing is, if this was like an off-air conversation... You'd still have a part a hard time. I'll be laughing if this was a, you're right. Cause, anything. Yep, because you right. don't take anything serious and we have perfect patty. It's number one. Here. That's my number one thing. Perfect patty. I don't take perfect anything batty. serious. We have, we That's have, the number one we issue. We have a perfectionist that does everything right. Sound like the Patriots back in 2018 right now. Speaking of, thank you guys for listening to the last episode. Um Everybody seemed to enjoy the topic about sex and sex swings. We will revisit that again sooner than you think. Um, This episode has been amazing. It's been great, but we're still not done. So Parenting 101 is not done yet, but I do have to get into my favorite segment of the show. Are you still doing that? Now unqualified advice from B-Love and B-Love's Relationship. You should have put a bow on the whole thing. This week, B-Love's Relationship is brought to you in part by diapers. Get diapers to wrap your baby's bottom and make them soft and get the pure diapers. They are amazing. Now this week, I had a relationship, but I'm going to call it audible. My relationship this week is what the episode has been about. Have a conversation with your significant other before you guys decide to have a baby about parenting techniques and parenting types. I also think that it's a good idea to, once again, get help get a professional to sit down and discuss these issues with as well. Because when things arise, like Indy and I did on this episode, it's always good to have a mediator there who can kind of be a buffer between you and your significant other to help you navigate through your issues and your differences. Indy and I are lucky enough to have you guys to talk things out with and through on the mic every week. But it's still a good idea for even us to go out 
and seek help. We may not get professional help, but why not why not pick up a book? Why not pick up a podcast? Why not reach out to other people who are dealing with similar situations to see what they did? And when I say other people, make sure that they are people that you trust. So the moral of this whole big kitten caboodle right now is discuss parenting techniques before you decide to bring a child into the world. Because like India said, you want to make sure that you're both raising one child in one household under one rule. And that's B-Love's relationship. You said, although we don't see a professional. We don't. You don't we think see we, these people every we week. Do I think we should do what? <laughs> Seek professional help? I think everybody should. I don't think it'll help. Oh my I don't, gosh, I don't think it'll hurt. Answer the question. Just answer the question. Depends on how much it costs. <laughs> That's my <What> the f- <laughs> If it costs more than those Patriots tickets I could have gotten in, I don't think we should seek professional help. But... Like, don't give other people advice that you're not even taking. Yes. People that listen to the podcast are not our relationship therapists. We get this stuff out and they listen to it. They're not. That has nothing. That That's not benefiting our relationship. Yes, it is. The, because the same advice that you just gave them is the same advice that you won't take. I, we, I say yes. We should seek professional help on certain topics and certain issues. I agree. I think everybody should. That's why I said that. Like, we work out our muscles. We go to the gym. We eat right. Why not work out our relationship? Make sure it's right as well. So do I think we should seek help? Why the hell not? I'm done. I'm done. Are you ready for your segment? I'm actually not going to do my segment because I what? feel like it doesn't tie into this episode well. Okay. And it was actually on Valentine's Day, and I'm just going to table it for next week. Speaking of Valentine's Day, this episode, we had a lot. <laughs> we had a lot to talk about about Valentine's Day. And unfortunately, well, fortunately, we Found another subject to tackle, which is always good. That's why I love She and I podcast because it is definitely an organic feel. And when we get on the mic, we just let the spirit move us and use us. But India and I have decided, and I'm doing this right now. This doesn't have anything to do with the episode, but India and I have decided to drum roll, please, India. Do like a drum roll. Just do that. Just do that with your mouth. Can you do that? Uh, you put me on cue. Now I put you on the spot, but you obviously can't do a drum roll. Anyway, I'm gonna let India read it and I'll do the drum roll. Is this the, it's the right one? Yeah, here you go. It's a giveaway. It's a she and I giveaway. Don't know what to get that special someone for Valentine's Day? Hmm. Let us help you with the date night to the candle bar. The candle bar. Follow the directions to win 
tomorrow on Instagram. Tomorrow on Instagram, we will post a she and I podcast giveaway from us to you guys to the candle bar. Listen, my friends, you have approximately two weeks. Well, now it's approximately like two weeks. Valentine's to get your Valentine's Day gifts in order. So in order <laughs> for us to help you guys out, we want you to participate in a little giveaway. You can go to She and I Podcast on Instagram right now. Look at the post and we will do a random giveaway that's going to be on She and I Podcast now. And let me tell you, I went to the candle bar last summer. That's all I was going to say. My candle just ran out and I burned it often. And it would literally make our entire downstairs smell good. And if that you don't candle know, was amazing. If they don't know what the candle bar is, tell them, India, what is the candle bar? It's candle making. So basically, you'll get to go in, pick your um, vase. Is it a vase or is it vase? Vase, container, whatever. You get to pick that, and they're they're super cute. Right. And then after that, well, you'll go and pick your scent. Okay. So however you want it to smell. Okay. I, I was there like sniffing stuff for like 30 minutes because everything just smells so good. So it, it's like your you the oil. You got a nose that knows. It's the oil. Okay. So then you take that back to your station and then. All right, that's enough. They get it. You about to tell the whole breakdown. Do you want to tell us where they get I the was, wax from? But, well, because you you do you like you, depending you on got like excited the size, about this. Depending on like the size of your vase, you can have see. like a um. She's doing it with her hands you right can now. Have like a one wick candle, or you can have a three wick candle, and oh, so you three even like put the wick inside of it, and then you mix in your oil like your scent with the wax you stir that up and they even tell you it's like you're like a little scientist because it has like a little um doppler thing like you squeeze okay (laughs) squeeze the oil the the winner of and then you like pour it over but i will say this i will say this so it takes a couple of hours for the candle to like set and be ready so i would suggest going Earlier in the day, and then you know, going to get some lunch, and then maybe going on a little bike ride around downtown or something, and then going to get some dessert at like Jenny's ice cream or Chrissy's cookies or the cupcake collection. That sounds heavy. 350. And then you go back and pick up your candle. And then you burn it that night during sexy time. I just sexy planned your time. whole date. Goodness gracious, sexy time. I just planned Yuck. your whole date. I don't like the sexy time phrase. Why not? <laughs> sexy time? How old are you, Granny? Sexy time. Okay, so like you saying whoopee next. We're going to get whoopee. Well, the winner will be announced on Instagram and as well on the podcast next week. So make sure you go on there and follow the directions of She and I podcast and have a good time. Let us know. 
if I'm choosing the winner, it's going to be, uh, we might choose. No, I want to see somebody be, funny. I want to see a funny post. That's what I'm looking be for. Random. I want to see something funny, though. That will but give you extra points. But they have masculine sense, feminine sense. So, like, it's a scent for everybody. Shout out to the candle bar, damn it. <laughs> So, thank you guys for tuning in. And as every week, like we do, India, tell the people where they can find you. Um, India.Marie on Instagram. Shop Indie Boutique on Instagram. Same for the website. If you want to shop, hit me up. And you can find me at BLove1911 on all social platforms. Also find me at She and Our Podcast on Instagram. She and Our Podcast at gmail.com is where you go leave me a line. Info at She and Our Podcast. Hey, there's no reason why you shouldn't be communicating with the podcast. Please, by all means, hit us up and let us know how you feel. And without further ado, it's been real. It's been fun. This has been She, she, she I, 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 out. out. out.